fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 Hi, hi, hi. It's Saturday, January 21st, 2012, episode 103 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt. My name's Ian. This is the first episode of 2012. Welcome back. Oh, yes. Had a little, a little hiatus as you you went from rent award of the, the month a winner <laughs> yeah. to here's your eviction notice, kind sir. Please I think it's something leave. to do with uh, having federal agents on your property that makes you a little leery. Well, about were they your were they going through his stuff? No. What's his? He's got like five well, lawyers in that place. What's he worried about? They're, like they're, really? They're financial lawyers, but um, sure. Uh, probably really damn good ones, but um, yeah. I I just think it's the fact that uh, in in it's a downtown to... setting, you are now known for having. The DEA, the FBI, Secret Service, Homeland Security, <laughs> and your dumb on your property because of one of your tenants, <laughs> and, and your dumb water guy friend got got handcuffed too. <laughs> right, you know. Um, wow, it's kind of like if you were renting a house. And it just seems easier to just evict than to deal with that. Even though he, you were, everything was. I think he was probably a little concerned that he may be seen as an accomplice. Because he Could is allowing us to be there. I, I don't. Is there no I, end to is what there these people they can't will, do? Like that's what, what I'm curious I about. Mean, Where's the line with them? I I don't know if there is one. You just keep erasing it and then being like, "Well, I guess I you think know, it's for so national security, I'm going to draw this bet, new line here." I bet if I wouldn't have been so cooperative and nice and pleasant, I bet you things could have like escalated. You know, oh, what I it mean? doesn't like, take long. Them getting a mistake with your social security number and thinking you were lying to them when you weren't is right. cause enough for escalation in their eyes. You and know? so if if it would have been more difficult for them to exercise their raid or their warrants or something, I wonder, you know, if they would have maybe sought or what if he would have given them a hard time? Right. You know, if he would have come down and, and stood up for us. What and are been you like, doing down? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Has hey. that ever happened in the history of medical marijuana dispensaries? Has the landlord ever <laughs> actually stood up for his tenants? Ever? I, I doubt it. Just to avoid uh, any any charges themselves. You know? It's um, easier to turn tail. If, right. Like know. they were threatening you with charges and you weren't even doing anything other than holding it. I was a like, he hides device. it under the desk. Leave me alone. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, I know. It, it was, <laughs> and it was scary how quickly it went from what are you doing to handcuff him? Like, yeah. Well, like same thing with me. Like, yeah. I hadn't even had my coffee and yeah. the fucking doors opened up with agents and guns and oh, flak hey. jackets and we you know, get on the floor. Where's the donuts? Right. Oh, brownies. Wait, smells yeah, there's like some, pot in here. Why there's, is it? There's some, you know, milk uh, in the fridge if you want, officer. Like, Well, that's too bad, especially you brought up an interesting point. If anyone, if you're watching live, hotboxpodcast.com slash live, you can call us at 406-204-4687. And before we move on, can I mention that if you go to hotboxpodcast.com slash get stitch, you can get the Stitcher smart app. And for each one of those, we get a buck. 
What? Yeah. We get a whole dollar for each person that downloads that app, and you can listen to us on that app. app's free. Right. So all you have You to just do... got to put in promo code. So instead code, of even donating a dollar, you can just go click right. a couple so things Right, so you can either do that or donate $2 to make up for your lack of motivation in supporting this show. Right. So I just want to mention that. But um, you brought up an interesting point that, like, if this is what they're really worried about... There's much bigger fish out there than Glacier Health at the KM building. <laughs> like, it, well, yeah, absolutely. We and see it on national that, TV. On what's that show called? Uh, Weed Shit. Wars. Weed Wars. Thank you. They got Snoop on there. Weed Wars. Really? Yeah. Oh man. I know. It's so but tacky. How ma- how many millions of 20, dollars? Right. Twenty million a year or so per year, and they buy cannabis. From my understanding, um, from whoever they can. Well, and that's different state to state. We're just but not allowed. This, we're talking to about do... the federal laws. We're not talking about state that's laws. True. We're talking that's... about federal laws. And to the federal agents, there's no difference between Montana and California. That's a good point. And. What they're doing is open drug trafficking. Somebody brings in cannabis, they buy it, and then sell it to their patients. That's drug trafficking. It was documented. That was we episode three, I believe. You we know? don't actually buy cannabis from anybody. We grow it ourselves. And Which so, means you're manufacturing and distributing. <laughs> right, know, like, right. Shit. But so are, the, are, are, so are all the other dispensaries. Right, whether right. they're purchasing it from other people and then reselling it or growing it to the feds, it doesn't matter where you live in the country. So California by that logic, you can't say that, oh, because I'm not the biggest, I am safe. You don't know what the Absolutely not, because here's is. here's a place that's on national television, and if you think about it, if the federal government I try not to, yeah, <laughs> it's if depressing. The federal, if the federal government wanted to make a point right after they go live on the air, why wouldn't they raid them on to say national te- do they don't not like being this? They don't like being filmed. Okay, but they could have done it after the show. Like, could have show the camera crews leave, and like the next day. Here comes the federal agents to send that message of uh, you know don't fuck with us don't put your shows don't put this on national television we we are coming after these. Do you think that show swayed votes at all? Do you think there were some people out there that watched Weed Wars and were ways. like, you think so? Uh, absolutely. The huh. first episode about a, a dispensary making twenty million a year selling drugs. Like back I think a lot of people that though they didn't focus on it, but there were bits and pieces in yeah, there. Yeah, but if where you're were, if you're against cannabis, right, you're going right. to see that and go, "Holy shit, that's terrible! That money should be going into my schools." It, exactly. Or these people yeah. shouldn't be buying twenty million dollars worth of drugs, and so well, let's... they wouldn't need to buy that much if there wasn't twenty million dollars worth of drug buyers there. That you know, right. yeah, they weren't there, and you're like, you know what? I am going to smoke pot today. Let me like that. Those people were buying it from wherever. Absolutely. Probably from the grower featured on episode three. I (laughs) I mean, I think that, I think that that show, the first episode anyway, I think that episodes after, not that I've seen them, but some I've of it read was a drama them. series about the kid, and he was right. But I the think that that like, particular case may have swayed more votes towards our side because people see that, work. you know, yeah. and kind of, oh man, will it help that little kid if it's going to help, whatever. But I think I think illustrating like things that are uh, our enemies or the people that are against cannabis, you know, when they see big money and like. Like 
explicit drug trafficking and like this subculture of cannabis users, that's frightening to them. Or that's that that could be, I think, viewed Still? as offensive. Absolutely. When will that ever end? I, when they die and new people fill in their right. Yeah, but I mean, we're just talking about a generation. You know, we're talking right. about, uh, and not necessarily a generation because there are people in that age bracket that understand that that's that are in support of cannabis. But it seems that you know, there's we, we need a more progressive um, approach to these things, and the the generation that is is going through college now they they have a much more. Uh, Acceptant view of cannabis. They're more tolerant for Absolutely. a lot of things. I for feel. for at least the choice of you know the choice that someone right. has. That's your choice to use that drug. It's my choice to not. You know that kind of thing. And so, um, I think just progressively, or as time progresses on, I think we'll see the um, you know, the destruction the of that view. It'll yeah. be a slow, steady shift, not all at once. Absolutely. So incrementally, now and being, we've talked about that a bunch. Yeah, exactly. Baby steps. Mm-hmm. So now that you're down in Evergreen, you're kind of a part of. <laughs> I need to throw a mattress out in the can parking I lot to fit in. You're kind of a part of that whole. <laughs> why are all these dispensaries here in one area in Evergreen? Have yeah. you noticed? Like, well, any, I don't have a sign up. Some of the other ones do, which I find they it all odd do. I think because you can't really advertise because you have to be signed up with that particular, like you would advertise to get people to switch. But I feel like once people find a dispensary they like, they tend to stick with it unless now they can't physically get to it because of where you had to move. And, and I do have patients that I have had to accommodate because they don't have access to a vehicle. Right. Before what went from walking distance is now a trip across the Valley almost. Right. And so some of these people that live in assisted living and, and some of the people that live uptown that either are that their health condition doesn't allow them to drive or they can't walk three and a half miles to get to the shop. So I've had to make some accommodations for several people that, that lost their access because of this, um, which isn't too big of a deal. Um, but sweet leaf Tara says hanging in the hood with the rest of us now. Yeah. She says most don't have signs. I've seen a couple. Most don't have signs. I've seen a couple. Just yeah, in my, I don't in have my a sign either going. yet. I couldn't find your place at first because Good. you didn't have a s- <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's what we want. Well, yeah, like, okay, Incognito so like the neighbor. mosquito. That's- right, so like the neighbor that uh, lives next door to us, like, wandered over, and I was out um, removing snow from the front of the door, and he was like, so you guys are the new tenants here, and, like, he has no idea what we're doing in there. You no idea, because I talked to him out front, yeah. and I think, like, I, I don't know. There was windows. no. Okay. He didn't give a shit. That's because he had no idea. Be. He didn't give a shit. What it doesn't we were doing. affect him until he knows what you're doing, and then all of a sudden, if they are on that side of the fence, it affects them. It affects their kids. It affects their unborn. It's weird how they think of that. You know, like all of a sudden, you made Evergreen a ghetto. Like, sorry, right. dude. It was like that a long right. time before I moved here. That's why we're actually able to open up shop there, not because we were there. Right. Like, they went and did a vote, and like no one showed up to vote, and they're like, "Well, <laughs> yeah. Evergreen has spoke. We take your silences." Um, yes. Yeah. So if most don't have signs, I don't know. I just don't really find it to be that important. Um, the business cards I made have a map on the back. So that if you know if you somebody if hands you a business card, right. that's your sign. Like that's how you that's get what there. You like 
don't it's know. a new kind of business model, I think. It's a new kind, or at least a new kind of advertising model. The business well, is still supply. It would be and really cool if I could sell the concept of you know like uh, the the secret kind of invite only atmosphere. Like right, you have right. to know where it you is. You have to be invited to the Facebook group, and not everyone gets an invite type well, of thing. Or just you know you have to know where it is to find it. Like if you right. don't know where it is, then you can't you know be part of the cool kids kind of thing. I mean that's just a concept, but. I mean, I think that I think that anything, out, you know, out of the box with marketing like that, you know, like instead of instead of a, a typical uh, advertising program, you know, like do more of a psychological advertising, you know, like promote, uh, um, uh, try to sell the idea that you know you as a customer you should be proud to shop there. You know, like, and and that's like doing that psychologically. That's with how customer service start. Only these schools can be in this club of people that are openly sharing their information. Right, right. So just like a different, uh, a different sense. And yeah, this, it's, it's the whole be- invite only beta idea. Where <laughs> yeah, like, if right. you can put a beta out to everybody and no one will give a shit, but if you only make it invite, then you know now all of a sudden you've created a buzz around it. Um, it works for all things, right? It's so funny because we have this big open shop now behind our. There's dispensary. a lot of room there. Yeah, and do you want to talk about? You like, can pull some cars in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like an. It, there's like auto bays to pull cars in, and it's a shop, right? And so it's so funny. Like, I'll leave the door open, and people will come in, and and to hear what people think we're going to do back there, like. Everything from it's it's been really funny. Like there's been so many different ideas, but a lot of people think, "Oh, you guys gonna grow here?" Like, yeah, because growing God, on no. site of where I sell it is the the last thing from right, my like, mind. God no, because God, I just no. think of uh, everybody wanting to go and hang out. And well, just think plants. of all the other shops that have been broken into, and there's been a few. That too. You don't but want, like you don't keep your ducks in one single basket here. I, I, I it would almost feel like a petting zoo. Right, you know, like a petting zoo. Like, well, yeah. oh, let's check out the plants. You know, like, let's yeah, pet please the bring your mites into my grow room. Would <laughs> yeah, you fucking exactly. please? Could, I don't you know, know where you've been. Right, dogs I don't and be all a sorts snob, of weird animals. But exactly, no. but people don't understand that. That like. That was episode four of Weed Wars. The fool got mites and he had to quit his job. He was pissed. Like, come on. Uh-huh. So. Uh huh. So sweet life, Tara. Says, what were you guys doing before the show? Hmm? Well, we were doing what we always do before the show. <laughs> it would Let's probably disappoint it. you. <laughs> it would really. <laughs> sometimes it disappoints me. We're kind of geeks, to be honest. Um, I want to talk about uh, the the 18th was the big internet blackout day. I heard on uh, some podcasts they were talking about this was the day the internet stood up for itself. And basically in one large middle finger told the people that were trying to set these laws that like, no, they're, that's not going to happen. There were so many people going to these sites that they got brought down. Some of these senators websites couldn't handle the traffic. It was a lot of, and then we see this all happen and all of them kind of, what's that called? Backpedaling hypocrisy. What's that called when they, Flip flopping, flip flopping, right? Like they they help sponsor the bill, right? But then and then they were like on second. They got thought, eleven million web, you know, yeah. email messages. All of a sudden, people hour. have torches oh, and rope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yikes! So do you, I think 
if if the mer- if the medical marijuana, I was just, just gonna say, how do we get Google and Wikipedia to sponsor well, us? I just feel like like if we had that much clout on even just online through people going, like, would that even make a difference in what this battle is? I don't think because so. because I think it's a totally different thing. Trying well, to censor the internet and break an infrastructure right. that millions of billions Everybody of dollars are made on. Almost. Yeah, it created its own economy. A vast majority of people in the world use the internet, and a lot of people um, use the internet almost if they, you know, if if you have OnStar in your vehicle, like you're using a network of sorts, and so like. I think a lot of people use technology and especially the internet almost on a daily basis. Right. And some people way more than just on a daily basis. I right. Mean, some people it's a way live of life. on the internet. And so you're really um, affecting a lot of different people's ability to do things. I mean, um, that's why you have such a, like a, a, a yes or a no in this. You know, you don't have right. a gray area with this issue to most people. Most people are like, leave it alone. It is what it is and don't touch it. You know, kind of I thing. I find that so odd. That's like saying when, when Obama signed the national defense thing that he was like, I'm going to sign this, but it's not what you think it is. It's right. not what it says it is. Like then And everybody's what? like, oh, okay. In that case, sure. Like, right. What? No. But then that, that censor been the thrown. internet. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know. So that's why I feel like it, if even if we did, it wouldn't matter. It's like taking this. cable TV away. Ah. Uh. You know what I mean? Like people kill me you, first, right? You know, people like you know trip out about that because it's such an important part of that's their life. That's so weird. Growing up, like since I moved out, I haven't had it. I'm like the total opposite. And when I go into homes where like everybody's focused around it, it's, it's like so a weird. Zomb- it's so weird, yeah. dude. Dude, oh, my buddy used to invite us over to they're hang like out at his zombies, house. Zombies, dude. Like, I would go just look at them, and they're like, I haven't watched TV since oh, like 2004. I haven't so owned a television, weird. and so like. We used to get invited over to this person's house. We'd go over there and we'd, I, you know, you'd knock, they'd say, come in, you'd open up the door and there'd be like six people just staring at the TV. And it's like, why, why would you invite more people over to your house to watch television? Like, it's not a group activity. Isn't it? No, it's, it's going. Like, what about going to the movies? Is that more I so? I took my little brother to a movie a couple years ago. What if you wanted ago. to go see Avatar in 3D? Like, is that... I feel like that's more of an event type of thing than just, hey, come over to my house and we'll sit here with our hands down our pants and watch TV. (laughs) Right. right. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I think going going outside at least. Well, outside and then back inside to another building into a chair. Because it's like eight degrees and snowing out here. (laughs) Well, it's like, I, I think it's funny that that's a date idea. Like dinner and a movie for a first it's date somewhere dark. is Good the, place worst, to get a J-O. the worst date idea because dinner first just means saying. that you're just staring at each other, having nothing to do but talk to each you're other. You're getting to know each other intimately before the J.O. in the dark right. theater. And then afterwards you go to a movie where you don't talk and so you just sit there and think about the, the conversation movie? that Check you just out, had. Though. The movie is all about the silent talking. You're talking with your hands and then the J.O. Maybe That's I never because it's got to be dark. Obviously, I That's haven't gone I'm, to the movie theater okay, for well. a date. <laughs> It's because you. Always I mean, that's call always been like a friends, like dudes, Jackass Four, let's go. 
<laughs> you know, like, right. you got to bring women I, there. I think that's, like, the worst date thing in the world to me. It is odd so. when you think about, like, the core basics of yeah. what you're doing. Like, yeah. do you want to come stare at this screen with me? And right. The, How like, romantic. I'm, I'm so unentertaining personally that I need here, the help of but Spielberg. here, smoke this, and it'll be interesting. Right. You know what I mean? Like, here. Or can I get you a drink? <laughs> this will right. be here, interesting. smoke this and watch TV. Smoke this, drink so, this. Uh, do you, have you, when you're stoned and you watch a film that has poor acting, can you tell very easily that it's really bad acting? It looks and then more if you see forced. It, and then if you see it when you're sober, you're like, huh. But it's I'm not more that tolerant bad. of it. Right. I've noticed right. that too a lot. I, do you think that that's a, like a... I think that it's just the lower... It's... It's either how far do you need to get up to change whatever you're watching. <laughs> I think that might no, but that kind of speaks <laughs> to the whole. We we've seen uh, studies come out that say that uh, states that have medical marijuana, they have a lower fatality rate on their roads. It was lowered by like nine percent. I think we talked about this last uh, half episode briefly, but I think that speaks to the fact that the more. The more you smoke pot, you become accustomed to how it reacts with you individually, and you get good at smoking pot. Like, I'm the master at smoking <laughs> pot. I can smoke pot all day and work and drive and be fine, and no one would ever know other than the smell. But you take a new person that isn't good at smoking pot, right. and you put them in that situation, and they melt down. They freak out. Well, Jimi Hendrix and, said, are you experienced? Yeah, that, I think it has a lot to do with that. It has a lot. And so I think that because these states have medical marijuana, we have more people that are better at smoking pot, and so we can handle our shit better. Mm-hmm. And I think that really it's starting to show up in these states. And that's funny because that's completely opposite what they're saying in the, the legislative sessions, that uh, we don't want more fatalities on our roads. It's like, well, open right. up more bars then, dickhead. Like, what are you – this <laughs> is – we're fine. We're cool. We're not right. – and it, yeah, I don't know. It's it's good to see like actual studies that that support that. And it, it's like the same with baseball players. We just saw a story where w- you sign a sixty million dollar deal, right? And then you go to the airport with your weed shirt on. Like, what what did it say? I will survive, or I forget exactly well, what the. What is? I mean, does his baseball contract yeah, have anything his, to do with his beliefs? I, I thought maybe if it was like a, a syringe with steroids that says I will survive, then maybe they would have been more accepting. But you have this totally professional baseball player that likes to smoke pot. Or he's Japanese. Maybe he didn't know what it meant. But <laughs> oh, these are yeah, people oh, good at smoking good pot, right? That would probably fly. Professional. Right? But I didn't know. I don't think there's something in your baseball contract that says you shall not support a Medical does does MLB get federal funding? <laughs> no, definitely not that I would know of. Um, I don't. I mean, there's a lot of people that smoke and support cannabis, and I. I mean, I. I guess I don't see what the big deal is I, at all. Uh, uh-uh. we we like have sixty million dollars or six dollars an hour. Like, are th- you going to make another person unemployed? I think people from every walk of life enjoy cannabis and. Whether he's making sixty, if he's making sixty million dollars a year, I'd like to see his stash. Do you think it's because of the Texas Rangers? Huh? Texas, they're not very down with the cause. The the police. Tex- what do you mean, Texas Rangers? That's who he signed with. And because it's a baseball player, I don't know anything about sports. His I name's Hugh disclaimer. Darvish. I don't disclaimer. Either. I'm just. Oh, saying. it's a baseball team. Oh, he, the Rangers. The baseball team. Okay, see? listen, Ian. <laughs> 
Take another bong hit and fucking listen to me. Okay. This baseball player, his name, he's a pitcher, of course. All the good pitchers are Japanese now. We know that. Okay. His name is Yu Darvish, and he signed $60 million deal with the Texas Rangers. And that's what I'm saying. Do you think because okay. it's the Texas Rangers, they have this superimposed idea of what Texas is that they cannot let this fly? Like, if it would have been the California Angels, maybe it would have been more accepted. But because of it being Texas, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Uh, do you think his locale Texans had anything d- to do with, with... Yeah, probably, I guess. How much and, and plus the community in Texas is probably a little bit more anti-cannabis. It's not a medical right. state. It's it's a, probably a no-tolerance Except state. that's where Professor Blunston and Denton from uh, Reefer Rhetoric, the guys that we had on, or I had on the last half episode, they're from. I tell you, the, this guy has this theory. All right, I need, I need to hit you with this and see what you think. I asked him about, you know, the, the, the whole Obama saying he was going to do this and not. He says, do you really think that Obama could have right now? He thinks he's going to get elected for one more term. And at the end of that term, he's going to completely legalize weed and peace out. He says if he did it before that, it, it wouldn't fly. It would get killed. He would get murdered. Well, he says that no. it's all about the timing. No, I that's and that he's going to wait till the very end that and then person legalize needs to smoke weed, less cannabis. Make history. That, see, it's, I, I was like, yeah, that that's kind of cool makes in sense. theory, but here's the deal is that the president that, alone can't do something like that. It, we have a, we, you don't we think supposed, he could like just no, executive because, order and be like, I'm out. Thank no, because. You. And then he said he'll let the next guy deal with it. <laughs> And go down in history. I, I, I mean, like the president it. seems may seem like a dictator in some scenarios, but if the Congress and the House have something against the, what the president's trying to do, they can kind of curtail that. Like, so he it's, could it's say called say checks that, and balances, out, and they would be like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. Like you know, super majority. He vote. tried. Well, we you know, it would pass. It, you know, people in Congress and the House right, would probably okay. vote. More strongly against it than they did for the NDAA. Uh, you, you know they would. Right. I mean, it would. Uh, Super. The president pedo. can't just like do something like he can't that. like wipe out or reschedule it on his own. No, well, those the, have to take congressional orders to change things like I that. I see. Okay. Well, it was so, an interesting I mean, theory. I would love it. If, how, if I just thought like how Obama cool was that like, be? psych. Yeah, sorry yeah. about all you guys that I busted, but here, here, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. doesn't make any sense. That's like, I mean, that's a pipe dream, pun sure, intended. Sure, sure. And cocaine. And In crime. my humble, humble opinion. No, that's that's <laughs> interesting. I thought I I just thought of it from like, wow, that would be pretty fucking cool if he actually did that. But yeah, um, Tara. The pitcher who pitched on LSD in yeah, the World Series. Yeah, do you remember Series. that? We were just, we before the show. We were talking yeah, about um, having to do responsibilities while on LSD, like um, just having the whole to go to work. You know what I'm saying? Having to go to yeah. work and doing well at work. You know, even getting a compliment. You know, the whole time thinking, "Oh my lord, I want to go home so bad." But it was 1984, April 8th. He was a uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, Doc Ellis. He says nice. he was under the influence of LSD when he pitched a 1970s no-hitter against... No-hitter? <laughs> Here's a picture of him if you guys want to see. In the chat, an African-American gentleman, of course, just handling his business. He says, I was in Los Angeles and the team was playing in San Diego, but I didn't know it. I had taken LSD. I thought it was an off day. That's how come I had it in me. I took the LSD at noon. At 1 p.m., his girlfriend and trip partner looked at the paper and said, Doc, you're pitching today. 
that's when it was nine fifty to fly to San Diego. You know, nine dollars and fifty cents. Uh, she got me to the airport at three thirty. I got there at four thirty. The game started at six oh five. It was a twilight double header. I can only remember bits and pieces of the game. I was psyched. I had a feeling of euphoria. I was zeroed in on the catcher's glove, but I didn't hit the glove too much. I remember hitting a couple of batters, and the bases were loaded two or three times. Uh, the ball was small sometimes. The ball was large sometimes. One fish sometimes. Two fish sometimes. Uh, I saw the catcher. Sometimes I didn't. Sometimes I tried to stare the hitter down and throw while I was looking at him. It's probably when he hit him. Uh, I chewed gum in my. I chewed my gum until it turned to powder. Weird. They say I had about well, I guess three to four fielding chances. I remember diving out of the way of a ball I thought was a line drive. I jumped, but the ball wasn't hit hard and never reached me. The Pirates won the game to zip. Although Ellis walked eight batters, it was the high point in baseball career for one of the finer pitchers of his time. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Anyway. Uh, that's a cool story. Yeah. I like that. Pretty interesting. Um, and then Thank you, after Google. that. <laughs> Yeah, it says, it should be mentioned that after the birth of Ellis's son, Doc Ellis III, mm. he cleaned up his act and got sober. Is that really cleaning up your act when you pitch a no-hitter? I quit hitter? pitching no-hitters and got sober, and my baseball card went down the shitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, though he didn't go as far as adopting a completely natural lifestyle of raw foods. Well, or, you got to have cocaine. I mean, sometimes. Yeah, or krill oil. He did, he did become an <laughs> abuse you. counselor. Huh. He worked for years helping inmates of the California Department of Corrections well, transition. Well, you can't play ball forever. Yeah. Back into the community and ran a drug counseling center mm. in Los Angeles. He died of liver failure in 2008. You kind of run a drug counseling center, if you think about it. Like it's, people it's come not in even, and ask about a strain and you counsel them on. No, actually, you know what's funny is that um, I do I do counsel people on like consumption. You know, because sure. you don't want the noobs to well, right. melt and down. Then not only that, but like, you know, some people have to keep nanogram levels within certain areas and some people really? have to do certain things. And so, like, oh, right, because it's medical. It's not just for getting high. Right. I got I got to remember that. I hear. Well, so actually, many... the nanogram levels are because of legal things. Really? Yeah. For driving or for. Um, well, it? there's been cases of people getting driving while under the influence of cannabis and they're, Being by the impaired? way, <clears throat> anything over five nanograms is a, is a DWI. Even if you're not impaired. Even if you're not impaired. They're going Just by like level. If, how, what? Yeah. Five nanograms that? in your blood system will That's get you a, a DUI, a driving while. How does that make sense? Uh, it doesn't. Can I tell you, when I went to Seattle, I got pulled over for speeding, and the guy, the cop had his gun pulled when he came around the side of the car. Yeah, this happened to me, Is too. Is that normal? That's happened to me. That's never in, happened to in me Montana. before. Really? We were in yeah. Washington doing 96 off the pass in, like, a 70, and he he just came around the corner, like, flashlight gun, just yeah. freaked out. Three of us and one of him, I don't know. He saw that we were rappers, I suppose, that Oh yeah! Maybe did you have that hat on? No, that's a really threatening beanie. (laughs) That's a really threatening. It's my Android beanie. It was handmade, actually. (laughs) It's pretty cool, but it's not very. Get the blue one because all the old ladies they say it's so cute, but it looks like Shrek. I'm not a fan of Shrek. Yeah, I can see that too. I, I, yeah, so. I, but what only after you mentioned it. Well, so. Old ladies, they don't know Android. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, marijuana. Anyway, 
We were just talking about right. that. nanograms. Five nanograms That's in ridiculous. your bloodstream will get you a DUI. That's completely um, ridiculous. And on the other hand, though, like another patient has to have their nanograms under 800 to keep custody of their children. At that point, <laughs> so like, would well, you say fuck it and just start smoking fake weed like some other people do? No, that's no, that's a terrible idea. This is a terrible idea. That's a terrible but idea. But people do because well, of those si- keeping, types of reasons, Keeping right? your levels under 800 is surprisingly To have easy. to monitor how much fucking pot I want to smoke yeah. is unnecessary, and yeah. it's going to make me want to well, smoke The best less. way to do it is by budgeting. Because True. the best way to do it is by budgeting. Like True. these people do not come down and buy half ounces. Right. They they come down and get a cer- a small amount. But are these people using tinctures? I feel like you no, almost, God no. Really? Isn't no. it easier to measure out that way? Or uh, yeah, but it doesn't do the same effects. Would you have and... to keep giving yourself a blood test to be like, oh, I'm right at seven ninety eight. <laughs> I got two more. Hits. No, um, both of these individuals, uh, and in addition to a couple other ones, I, I know one person, um, they get tested every week for their nanogram levels. Because um, they're known for, on the medical marijuana. Correct. Display. Now, and would that same test take their, place if you didn't have a card and you just didn't tell them you smoked? Yes. Uh, in the driving. Drug, in, the, in the driving. If if you don't have your card and you're in the legal system, you cannot use marijuana. Right. Because if you, if you fail a urine analysis. I'm just saying fucked. they're getting a urine test either way. But because you're known to do The best this, way to test nanograms is actually through your bloodstream. So they actually do blood th- tests. And that's what I'm saying. Like you turn them into almost a diabetic of sorts where you're constantly having to check your levels. Is it that yeah, invasive? Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and so a person that got so pulled weird. over, um, and they got a field sobriety test that the officer sure. says he failed, and so they went up to the hospital and drew his blood, and he had six nanograms that seems in his bloodstream. So invasive. He hadn't smoked that wow. day. He hadn't smoked that day, and he had six nanograms in his bloodstream. DUI is five. It's really easy to have thirty. Nanograms. If you're a, like if, if you you're smoke good a bowl, at smoking, if you're good at smoking, yeah. it's going to be built up in right. you. And there's That's been people. Crazy. Okay, so the person that has to keep their levels under 800, they were the test only tests up to 2,000. Well, 2, what's 000, the LD50 then? What is there? Uh, oh, the LD50 of cannabis of like THC. What are they testing for? THC specifically? Um, Nanograms of yeah, uh, tetrahydrocannabinol nine. Right, because um. When you do a urine analysis, you're actually testing for a metabolite of THC. It's called THC-OOOC. Interesting. Um, And that's what it breaks down into in the urine. Correct, in your body. And then when you urinate it, you test the level of that metabolite of THC. But in your bloodstream, you're actually testing for the psychoactive component of THC. Right. So people on high CBD strains would maybe not have... That Correct. level to worry about as Correct. much as people that are. That's so weird. Like, mm-hmm. it's all the. <sighs> so unnecessary. Well, it's kind of like. Um, do the do opiate patients have to monitor their. Like, well, that well, seems so. Opiate patients have a have the same kind of thing. They have a daily dose. You see what I'm right, saying? And so, we like, don't have to prick ourselves. So they and keep test their levels. Every... They keep their levels at a certain point because of their prescription instructions. I see. You you know, you take 
you take 10 milligrams twice a day. Which one has a higher rate of potential abuse? It seems like you'd almost be better off testing your Well, I think with the cannabis thing is is it's really easy um, to get your levels elevated. Especially True. in your bloodstream, because as soon as you smoke, your eleva- your blood levels are elevated, and then they 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 quickly taper right, off. But right, it right. takes two or three days for it to get out of your bloodstream, not out of your system, but out of your bloodstream. Two or three days, sometimes four. If it depends, uh, but right. yeah. So in between two and four days, and so the, right after smoking, your your levels are very elevated. But then six hours later, they're they're lower. 24 hours later, they're much lower. Right. Know. It goes um, down right. and then down and then down and to the baseline. Correct. That's Correct. so, wow. That that blows my mind that, that you would do that. And see, the thing, one thing that um, law enforcement in parts of the country are asking for is like a field blood testing thing. So, like, nah. so that they can test your blood would you ever in do the field. That? Would you consent to that? Uh, is that sterile? Like, fuck no. Right. I, you know, are you funny trained is, in how to do Like, I don't know. I don't get that away yeah, from me. Yeah, the thing about sterile needles and things, like, I mean, that that does pose a health risk. And I have a feeling that some police wouldn't give a fuck. No. You know like, what I mean? Like, the, oh, I mean, it's, that, it's a sad that, thing that, that we gives use. gives me a chills, dude. Just. Ugh. It's a sad thing that we use plastic syringes because, like in Africa, plastic syringes yeah, get we did a whole, boiled and yeah. reused, and that's like a big. They cause pay of the little spread. African kids to like pick them off the streets yeah. and bring them. We did a whole thing. It, yeah, it's, it's so up. so good to save a little scratch. You know, right. that's fucked so, up. So, um, you know, it, this field sobriety thing, this blood testing on the field, like no, I I wouldn't really be down with that. <laughs> I mean that seems yeah, like that's the line, seems right? Invasive, that's really. very. But like, on the I will other piss hand, in a cup if I absolutely have to. But blood, that's that, that seems like. A but whole on the other level. hand, if somebody is endangering other people by being out on the road, you're gonna know it. You don't need to take their blood to clearly see they're impaired. Not with cannabis. Because if you're an experienced cannabis user, then you're not impaired. Then what's the problem in the first place? That your levels are over a certain point to the law, just like alcoholics. Some alcoholics can drink way above their what is it point zero eight? Yeah, is the legal limit? You know, an alcoholic can have over that and not be impaired, but they will still get a DUI. But the, the reason same, for the initially same. pulling over is because we saw taillight you out. Do- okay, that's a good point. Headlight out. I feel like the alcohol thing has the statistics to back it up that says the majority of people that when they have this much alcohol in their in their system sure. are going to be impaired. impaired. But with but weed, you point don't... .08 <sighs> is a beer. And then driving. Right. Or maybe a little bit more than... But point .08 is really easy to get that level in your system. But it... But much like the the um, levels in your bloodstream with cannabis, the level falls quickly. Right. Alcohol it falls a lot quicker. You know. I mean. It, yeah. You the know, six hour. You're thing pretty or much sober, right? right? And so, like, but with cannabis, it's more of like a forty eight hour thing. It's amazing. Well, yes. So I found, or who uh, who sent this to us? I think Berger sent this into us. I thought this was kind of interesting because everybody, and you probably get it a lot, that every everyone's like, oh, it must be the coolest job ever. Yeah, this, this is the greatest thing ever, right? This is from Crack.com. This is five horrible things nobody tells you about legally growing pot. 
Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, they say, <laughs> we're not interested in taking one side or the other in the whole pot legalization thing. Maybe you're passionate about legalization. Maybe you're not. Maybe you use the stuff. Maybe you don't. Uh, we're not here to make assumptions. But unless you're rich and you're not, we will make that <laughs> assumption. You've surely thought about what an easy life it must be for people who are able to legally grow the stuff. Huh? After all, nothing pays like drugs. You'd be like Scarface without the part where you get shot at the end. Or maybe you'd keep it small and just be laid back dude hanging out with the stoners. <laughs> In some states, all you need to grow pot is a license. Uh, so, number five, even where it's legal, the regulations will make your life hell. Very true. You, is this true? Really? Absolutely. If it's legal... Regulations yeah, are there to protect them. In our particular state, hmm, if you are a medical marijuana patient and you are growing your own cannabis, mm -hmm. not getting it from a provider, you are forced to violate the regulations at some point in time while manufacturing or growing <laughs> That's your such cannabis. a great word. I'm going to go manufacture some tomatoes. I'll be right <laughs> Right? Exactly. Shut so, up. Um, Because the one ounce of dried usable product limit and four plants that are mature, and you mm -hmm. can have 12 plants that are under 12 inches by 12 and inches. And that's another thing. Like, where there's such... They're arbitrary numbers. Arbitrary numbers. It's, like throwing a hat. Well, with, it's... That's so it's, weird. Well, we don't... We want to reduce the amount of cannabis that people use, so let's reduce the amount that they can hold on to at one because time. that's how it works right like oh really? so i can only have an ounce at a time uh, well fuck here's one ounce and then i'll go give it another one and i'll go get another one that's all you can like, get one per day i mean gas you know companies what I mean? like, are like thanks yeah exactly <laughs> and so you know our legislation has tried to restrict the amount of drug use by trying to restrict how much you can have because that's worked for centuries it doesn't work for it's on anything no. like and but but since it's that way, yes, growing cannabis right. in a legal state, I think, will still so they say you, uh, in, in California, arguably the most lenient of the legalized states, they've seen a string of raids on medical marijuana dispensaries, even after Obama and the DEA said they wouldn't prosecute legal growers in states that allow it if the number of plants does not exceed 99. Did he actually say that? I always thought that was just like the understood, if you want to keep off the feds, feds radar, under 99. We keep our under farms 100. under 99. But that's not from anything Obama said. I always thought no. that was just like an urban myth. Well, that no, there's, everyone... there's, there's classifications. It's oh, like oh, that's it's where like, it kicks you into it's the, like one to twenty. If you had them, and all then in nineteen individual to baggie. fifty, right, right, and okay. then fifty to ninety nine, and then over ninety nine. That's I believe, when it becomes is, big. Is yeah, like right. a major operation. Kind Another of thing. arbitrary number. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Someone and was what they classify in. as plants. I mean, this this is legislation that is right. ass backwards. Uh, confused? Well, there are all sorts of loopholes that can give the DEA an excuse to come down on a grower. For instance, you are not legally allowed to grow or distribute anywhere within a thousand feet of a school, or more specifically, anywhere where children may gather regularly. That could technically mean a church, a zoo, a park, a movie theater, or even a neighbor's house if they have children. And even if you steer clear of all their rules, there are hundreds of other little conditions to consider, like the number of mature plants you're allowed to have and what qualifies as mature and how much manicured product you're allowed to carry at any given time, of course. Uh, so, yeah. Then, number four, getting started costs more than a used car. Yes, it does. You can't just throw some seeds out in the dirt and you can. kiss on them. 
<laughs> like, I mean, you can. You certainly it's can. called a weed, bro. Like, does it just grow? I think in Montana, though, uh, if you are going to grow successfully outdoors, you need to have some sort of uh, weather protection for and those plants control. towards the end of the cycle because it gets cold here earlier and the gestation True. period isn't quite long enough. Unless you're growing a really quick flowering plant, but if you want to grow a sativa outdoors, you better have a greenhouse to keep warm in October. It gets mighty cold. Right. Got to bundle up. So even throwing them outside can be expensive. And supplemental light and nutrients and all these things to grow a, a quality enough products. And, and that depends. Right. Again, are you growing for yourself or are you growing for other people? Right. Um, if you're growing for yourself, I think the price of a small-use car would cover your startup costs. Right. I'd go if you one go LED for other in people, my closet. Like, you know, if if it's you want to just... go for other people, I mean, you can spend as much a, as a house costs. You can get a semi-trailer and put it in the ground and connect it by tunnel to your house. I mean, there's so how much money do you want to spend? You know, I think building or modifying an above-ground shop can. I mean, to grow for other people. I mean, I don't think you could set up a. It's really expensive, depending on what you wanted to do, or how quality, or how, how automated, or how. You know what I mean? Like, it, you can spend probably. Now, what if, you're, what if you're strictly not growing? You're just getting it from one side and selling it to the other. You could start that up for like three grand, which is still a used car. <laughs> Get a, well, you know, you're you start pr- small, right? Eight well, times you'd, a you'd have to, you'd have to, yeah. I mean, you'd have to obviously I flip that. Get a quarter. Flip Do you have a storefront or flip you just half? I got three quarters now. <laughs> times and nicks. That's how you do it. Um. It's not as glorious as they make it no, up to be on no. And if if you have a if you have a storefront, I mean, you have a lot of overhead, and you have to deal with the. It, it's the same thing every day. Oh, what do I want? Hmm, uh, I, I, like it, just it can be a little draining. It gets, but the exciting part is when you actually get to assist somebody that is genuinely That's interested in sure. it. Like they like the exciting I have a, parts when you get raided. <laughs> I've been yeah, I've been trying to talk patients into keeping a weed journal, you know, like a little like a notebook where they write the strain's name and then you know like after they've used it maybe fifteen or twenty minutes after smoking it, Dude. like take five minutes to write down how they feel, what they think of the strain, like is their pain gone, is their appetite stimulated? If so you they can, can get people to that. do that, I have gotten without to do that. actually calling them up and being like, so what? <laughs> like that's no, impressive. Do that. They actually so, remember to do that. Yeah, the thing that I I would like to get them down at the shop, but they're like a wine <laughs> journal, and they sell yeah. them at the wine shops, and they they're kind of like each page has uh, a couple different categories to to write about you know like the name of the the wine and and the year or like the flavor notes and description and you know well instead of writing the type of wine instead of Shiraz you know you can put the strains name and you know flavor notes if it was spicy or sweet or you know fruity or whatever someone should make an app that just like you there already is one and you just go right down the line yeah there already is one really yeah I have it nice so it's expensive it uh, while you're looking for that. Number three, it's a shitload of hard work. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, it's not just. There's True. A, especially if you're, if you're really legitimately doing it for medical and you're taking the care to make sure that there's no mites and that everything is yeah. perfect and that you're not using chemicals and all that. Like that's even way, way harder. No shit. 
That is yeah. really you can, like, cool. Straight, you can search strains. You can nice. rate them yourself. You can add comments. You, you can, can unlock all features by signing up. No. You, well, I didn't do that. Yeah. No, that's cool, though. Jointogether.mobi. Check it out. Maybe I'll start messing with that. It's kind of neat. I've looked up a few different things just to, to verify or consult, kind of, you know, right. instead of phoning a friend, more of like, right. what does this say? Line, yeah. Another source to look at. Yeah, it's always good to have a second opinion. I like when people come in and tell me like they had some particular strain, you know, like the saw box or something, some weird strain name and like, you know, something I've never heard of. So I'll like try to look it up to see, you know, and it's, you know, and some of the times it's not a strain you can find anywhere. And I'm not saying it's not a strain. It's just not documented anywhere digitally. Right, right. Under that name. Right. You never know. Right. Uh, and then number two is your life is full of crazy people. Do you find that? Do you, do you yes. deal with some crazy people? Yes. Yes. That just hang around till it gets dark, then hitchhike back home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that particular individual, uh, I don't mind so much. Yeah, he's cool. Um, He also is about to be rich. Really? Yeah. Huh. So he, has cool uh, he needs, That's he all needs I a hand up, not a hand out. Right. You know what I mean? And so, I don't know. Uh, He also has a good heart. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He he's nice. he's like involved helping recovering addicts and like I mean really? he's like he's like doing things for the community. And so like even though he seems kind of like a transient, you know what I'm saying, but he like he still has his He does days. more for the community than a lot of people that That's really cool. Yeah, exactly. So, um but easily judging him by the cover, judging that book by the cover, right. that's what it seems like. But, you know, also some people need a place to go. And talking about being a drug counselor, I think being in a dispensary, you're also a part-time counselor. Yeah. Because a lot of people talk to you about their problems or their their pleasures or, you know, things. They talk to you about their life, um, whether it's someplace that they can vent or just well, someone else to talk to. It's almost like that bartender situation. Bud where, tending. Well, sort of, except they're not drinking there on site. They're not yeah. smoking Bud on site, tending. but they're yeah. talking to yeah. you about the same kinds of like, uh, this happened today. And mm-hmm. it's usually and like, it's, fuck it's my constant. life kind of shit, right? Well, for a lot of people that are unhealthy. It's like medical problems and that kind yeah, of stuff. Right, you know, right. for a lot of people. And, you know, after you've heard it all, like, what do you say when somebody comes in and says, oh, I have stage three lymphoma? <laughs> You know, it's yeah, like smoke this, uh, right? Like, yeah. oh, sorry to hear. Like, if I know? wasn't running a business, I'd just give you this. But you know, lights to keep on and all that such. Right. It's like, yeah, I. Yeah. Your life is full of crazy people, and you have you have people that aren't necessarily your patients. But you know, like my least favorite part of being downtown was the walk-in traffic for the glass shop. Yeah. Oh man, that pipe's fuck gangster, man! Like, sick, oh yo, dude, check it out. It's like the one in that movie, right? And like, I don't know, like that. I'm, I don't know, like that's. Not I wonder really how my people thing. like that make it to that shop without getting hit by a they car walk. crossing one right. of those streets, oh, right? Or have their mom give them a ride? Sure, sure. Uh, this that is, was my yeah, least don't favorite. Spend this on glass. This is for the arcade, right? Yeah, or, mom, sure. There's still know. an arcade in the mall. Okay. You know, th- that was my least favorite part. Yeah. That that I don't know, thinking it's cool or like I don't know, mystifying. Well, it. especially there because you were trying to convey a certain feel right. and a certain atmosphere, and as soon as oh, bro, like that's it. That yep. atmosphere it's is gone. done, and it's a it's a pot store at that point. Yep. 
And that, yeah, I can see how that'd be frustrating, especially when you have the old lady that's trying to get some help or the younger girl that's feeling kind of awkward because there's odd people there. You know, that, mm-hmm. that could be, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. And then number one is the payoff sucks. Like yeah, you, you make minimum wage. Like it, it yeah. kind of sucks after. A while. I mean, and yeah. I think this is more focused. I don't on, think anybody's getting rich doing right. it by the books. Well, we would. Nobody's if getting stop rating. rich. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, the lawyers getting rich. I don't know how many caregivers right? have. Uh, I don't know, like that beamers. Have, Just yeah, the nobody's one. nobody's Just buying new houses and 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 getting rich. We're trying off to of remodel this. the old ones. Shit, right. <laughs> like we're not. It's not like that. The only people getting rich are the the lawmakers and the lawyers. Which I think they'd be getting rich no matter what, to be well, honest. Well, if it wasn't this, it'd be something else. Right. It'd be piracy or <laughs> what have you, you know. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't. I mean, there's always going to be stupid, ridiculous laws that everybody breaks, and you just pick and choose who you want to find. Using the National Defense Authorization Act, the federal government uh, gets a list of all the people that sign the Google That do podcasts thing. and are no, just a they, pain in our ass. <laughs> the federal government gets a list of everybody yeah. that signed the Google Electronic petition, petition yeah. and like <laughs> detains their asses. All like, 164 million. <laughs> yeah, apps. fuck Could them. Genocide. Imagine? Like, not so tough without a keyboard, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking like torches and tasers and shit. <laughs> Did I say death camp? I meant happy camp. Right. You will work on your social skills now. <laughs> Teach you, you little motherfucker. God. So that that's yeah. They're they're pretty much right on with that. It's not the, it's not weed wars everywhere. It's not the no, no. And even when they started out, like that guy had to have money from somewhere. Like it takes startup investors, whatever. I mean, those guys pioneered the. They could have started somewhere. There. They could have started somewhere. I feel like he's. I been mean, in it, everything in has started somewhere. While. Walmart. Right, right. Walmart like started 70s. as a single store. Yeah. You know, and it's Amazon. grown. Amazon. Exactly. It started as something small. They could have grown. Um, It's called growing pains. But I think any time that you have a $20 million income, there are investors somewhere. Yeah. I think that there... I mean, it's Somebody looked at that and was like, yeah. (laughs) Cha-ching. Right. Uh, What do you think about... uh, This came out on Toke of the Town, Virginia. They're going to do a study to check out what the benefits of selling marijuana at liquor stores would be. If if you went into a liquor store, besides, that's a great idea, isn't it? That's, let's <laughs> let's come. What? And next, we'll figure out the effects of cocaine on your dog. I mean, <laughs> what are you figuring out? But if you if you besides the really hardcore alcoholics that need alcohol not to have DT full withdrawals, right? If you I went into one. a liquor store. <laughs> Right, we all know. We've all gone through this at some. I'm better. Point. Some of us got through it earlier in life, and some of us are <laughs> dealing with it now. Yeah. Um, if you just went to a liquor store though, and you saw there was pot there, would you continue on the path of self destruction in the liquor, or would you be you like, would get hmm. both? You'd fucking a get both. Just get just wasted. smoke then drink. Don't drink then smoke. It's it's smoke then it's drink. It's like beer and liquor, right? Liquid before beer, never. I don't know. I don't drink that much. Okay, I don't. Honestly, I don't know. But you smoke, then drink, because if you drink after you smoke, I guess you get really dizzy. If you drink at no, if you smoke after you drink, right? You want to drink first, personally. But I'm such a cheap date that I think it doesn't even matter at this point. Two drinks and I'm, I'm, I don't even want to say. So if they're state-run liquor stores, that means 
it's state run pot, right? At that point, or are you still getting it? No, from- the state. I believe the state run liquor stores are still part of the Montana Tavern Association. This is in Virginia, though. Oh, that's I have what, no idea. Yeah. Uh, Delegate Dave Englin, Democrat, is calling for a state to look at the potential benefits. Uh, liquor sales generate millions of dollars of revenues because everyone's fucking life sucks. And alcohol, there's an answer at the bottom of that bottle, I've heard. Or a worm. <laughs> I don't remember which. Uh, part of the legislation reads, as society changes, products that were deemed illegal at one time are made legal and even sold by stores that are operated by government agencies. Why the fuck not? They're not going to raid themselves. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Here, so can you put a pharmacy in there and uh, like a confessional and a whorehouse? And that would be the one-stop shop. I will confess. I will get my booze, my weed, my prostitute, and I would go on my merry way. If the measure is approved, the public would be allowed to buy cannabis at liquor stores operated by the Virginia Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control, ABC. Uh, the headline should have read, Virginia liquor stores selling pot as easy as ABC. Uh, the government oh, has oh, been... Oh, what a dick. I know. <laughs> I know. It's not that easy. It, it we, As we just saw... <laughs> You should read Cracked more. Uh, If England's plan moves forward, members of Virginia's House and Senate would work with other experts. Hmm? Experts? Who do you think that is? I don't want to know. And and they will determine a dollar amount associated with legalizing marijuana sales. Of course. So does that mean people can just roll in and buy it there? Why not? You don't want to have the new California on your you know, hands, I, God forbid. It's just unfortunate because, I, I don't know, Like I, I think there's a lot of people that would lose out on the therapeutic benefits of cannabis if it was being treated like that. I think that there are a lot of people that could benefit from a small amount of cannabis use that will never give it a try if it's portrayed as right. a party drug like alcohol. That That is a good point. Like they won't, Can you have both? Or once it's kind of seen as one, can it never be? alcohol? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. A, like, even I mean, though that's how it kind of started back in the day with Laudan and, and then their alcohol. I thought Laudan was opium. Right. But they also used alcohol alongside oh, of it. Okay. To, like, sterilize. I'll pour this in the wound. <laughs> Little JV. Pour one out for me. That's why the, uh, the, the average life expectancy was, like, 22. Like, the drinking age can't be 21 because... But... If people see it like that and they see, like, people going to stores or having yeah. kids pay homeless people to walk in there and buy it for them, you know, like, with right. alcohol. Right. I think that they wouldn't it's gonna, give it a yeah. try therapeutically because it's portrayed as a party drug. Even and though it can be both. It's like a I know I'm old school, but I really think that if marijuana party, has medicinal properties or therapeutic effects. Call me old school, but I think right. if you want to party, cocaine's what you're looking for, not necessarily marijuana. But now if you want to cure some cancer that's when you go marijuana or at least therapeutically deal with some things stress it's a good stress reliever and if cannabis is portrayed as hey it's for sale at the liquor store hey it's it's legalized recreation or recreationally (laughs) people start smoking and fighting 
Because that's what you do on alcohol? Like, I don't would know. that carry over? I don't know. Maybe it's the whole, like, I go walk into this fucking liquor store here and see what the fuck. And then they just have that bad attitude. So, regardless of what substance they're ingesting at that point, they're just going to want to fight. Do that in your study, Virginia. But, yeah, I guess. This I don't idea think so, is I the guess. kind of forward thinking and progressive measures that are going to get me reelected. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, that need to happen. They he said, "How did a so-called enlightened democratic progressive culture get to declaring a plant that has never killed anyone illegal, while alcohol, tobacco, and prescript drugs kill hundreds of thousands of people a year?" It's a good point. Maybe they can grow it on the same land Thomas Jefferson and George Washington grew it on almost three hundred years ago. Thanks, Will Morris. Anyway. <sighs> All right, before we get out here, we should go through this real quick. This is six things you won't believe are more legal Didn't than marijuana. Did you have something you wanted to get my chat. response? Or? Oh, that was the whole Obama thing. The, oh. the Obama peace out theory. Oh. Was there something else? I don't know. The internet protest thing. I don't know. No, but I got if that. that was what you, you wanted to wait to see my response, that was, that was okay. stupid. That was a waste. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I thought it was I'm a disappointed. Joke. I'm sorry. Ah. Okay. You Six get things. used to it after a while. <laughs> I know. I'm getting. Uh, that you won't believe are more legal than marijuana. I feel like this okay. is a David Letterman episode. Okay. Like we've done two lists. Okay. Are you going to believe this? Number six, a lightsaber and blaster rifle. Is this for real? <laughs> Do you have what? a lightsaber? Are you what are you reading? Uh, this better get better uh, quick. This is, okay. A lightsaber? Yeah, of five. course that's more legal. They're a toy. Deadly exotic animals? Hmm? Uh, like you could, you you can get deadly exotic animals before you would get pot. Cause, right. Okay. Uh, like a tiger. Real goddamn tanks? Real goddamn tanks. Real go- I mean, a big piece of destructive force you could get, like that's more legal than, than marijuana. Okay. This is a terrible list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. Anyway. Wait, no, no, no. I mean, you got to finish this. Oh, uh, do I? Yeah. <sighs> we were at three, weren't we? Something like that. Hold on. Okay. That was five and four, right? The okay. tanks, the goddamn, okay. the real, three. real goddamn tanks. I got to go to the next page because you get double the, the traffic to your website if you do that. Oh, it's clever. Fucking retarded. Make me click on next. No, it's cool. Wait. Ah, number three, grenade launchers and anti-tank weapons, etc. Okay. Okay. See that? Uh, you can <laughs> legally can. own yeah. a Lottie L39 for about the same price as a mid-sized sedan. Whatever that is. It's a big, giant, 50-cal-looking rifle <laughs> for hunting elephants in up-armored Humvees. <laughs> All right, number two, DXM, also known as dextromethorphan. I know a little bit about this. This is what's... Uh, the the Robitussin cop- yeah. thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I heard it lowers your IQ. Yeah. While you're, on, while you're on it. It makes you fucking puke if you're in a car while you're on it. I'll tell you why. I, I heard that it makes... <laughs> I heard that while you are robo-tripping or yes. you under the Don't make it sound DXM, fun. Don't ever no, make it sound fun. No, that it lowers your IQ. Like oh, yeah. It's, it's oh, like yeah. what it does. It makes, it makes you fucking you... hallucinate is what, but not in a good fun way. Yeah. Like in a weird by, shitty salvia by, way. By lowering your IQ way. Like, right, right. I, I'm sorry, but anything that the side effect is lowering your IQ while under <laughs> the effects of, like I don't know like if I would want 
Like that's I better get a better trip than DXM trip if that's what's going to happen. Right. Like, ooh, let's lower our IQ. Like, ooh. All right. And then number one is cookbooks for crime, a.k.a. the Jolly Roger manual. Can Are those even around? Do you remember that? The anarchist cookbook. And the Jolly Roger yeah, one? I have yeah. an anarchist cookbook. Like I think a we printed, all do. A printed one. Just in case. Printed mine out. Put yeah. it in a nice I actually, binder. I've actually made a few things out of that. Believe it or not, really? the tennis ball bomb. Did that work for you? Yes, it did. That never worked for me. Yes, it did. I was using the wrong kind of matches. No, okay. Well, all it did was like, f- like, I don't know. It was like a, f- not like a flashbang, but it just like, Boo. yeah, it was like a big flash of flame and then right. like smoke. The that chlorine was gas bomb worked. The we shouldn't even be talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of federal uh, charges, the styrofoam and the gas, the napalm that worked. Yeah, that worked. That worked really well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> the Molotov. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. That shit you could stick to anything and light it on was fire. Weird. Yeah, it was awesome. It, it was like jelly, but uh, thermite. You could like paint with it. Did you the do the thermite therm- worked. Yeah. Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oh, man. So that was, like, the, the first thing I think I ever looked up on the internet and actually, like, tried to find. Really? Yeah. The, the Way two back liter, when. The two-liter diesel and fertilizer bomb works. <laughs> no, yeah, it does. Normal <laughs> stereotypes as DHS is going to no knock any second now. All right. Well, I think that's going to about it's, do it. It's just another day at the office. That's. I mean, that's all. <laughs> it's just another we day just at the office. We just record podcasts out of this place. Like, that's all. Homeland Security and the Secret Service and the FBI and the DEA don't knock. Hey. That's because my door's open. Between the hours of (laughs) 11 and Legalize it. Don't criticize it. Marijuana proponents say. Ooh. Legalize it. Clever. We're here. We're queer. No. We're marijuana. Oh. Legalize it. Don't. (laughs) Okay, guys. Well, one day, I suppose. But for now... If you want it legalized, I hear leaving the country is the thing to do. If you, just... it's not really legal very many places in there. Portugal, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Would you want to live in Portugal though? I don't know. I don't. I know think I would. About Portugal. I would just lay low like we do. Besides these, is Portugal really close to Colombia? Probably. I don't know. Sounds like about how Portugal. that would work. So no, let me Google map that shit. <laughs> I don't know anything about Portugal. I don't care. All right. Uh, email us info at hotboxpodcast.com. We'll have another show for you next Saturday. Until then, don't get arrested, please. Can can we all do that this week? Let's if you're just... driving, keep your nanograms below uh, <laughs> five. Fuck. I can't ever drive again. Let's just try not to get arrested this week, huh? I think that would be... Something good to strive for, right? You can leave a message, 406-204-4687. You can read the book, Behold a Pale Horse, and get your fucking mind blown. You should make sure to get Stitcher and use our promo code, Hotbox. Give us a dollar. And give us a dollar. Give Matt a dollar. And then listen listen to the show on the thing. No brainer, right? That's what I'm saying. No brainer just like this no brainer how many uh, times have you signed up for stitcher like 23 <laughs> i have a fat check this time <laughs> yeah every computer is no. that what you did at my no. shop when I you did, stopped I, by listen are you just like going we're to not allowed every time you see a computer Ooh, gotta get this <laughs> app stitcher. no we're not allowed to have a google ad account because of 
stuff like that. It wasn't just me though. It was like a bunch of people. Like we we would have had like a bunch of money, but then they were like, these are not right clicks. Like these are left clicks, and they're totally wrong. They're totally, <laughs> your clicks are bad news. Could and you like set up some sort account. of web bot to? You used to be able to. That would be pretty sweet. There was one when it first. All right, this is gonna get really nerdy for a second. Okay. When they well, first we started, we are, we are. But check this oh, out. Okay. When they first started that to test if your account was real or not, they would make a, a deposit in your account. It was a very small amount. It sense some guys wrote a thing that made it do that a bunch, and right. ever since, like that was one of the main ones I remember. But yeah. It, anyway, isn't so that what office space is about or something yeah they kind of do that with like personal with their accounts this was people doing it on the google ads thing oh okay so uh yeah we're gonna do a show next saturday so check out all our stuff on the hotboxpodcast.com and the facebook page and the twitter and the google plus right right all right stuff there and you can check it out and check out the other shows that we participate in uh thank you guys pay your dues We'll talk to you next week. Peace. If you like, you like this is where where you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be.